From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX, a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Maria and Kelsey. This episode, we're talking with Auditor Kate Murdoch about an audit on how the city is using pagers and if the pagers are necessary and cost-effective. And this audit came out of an initiative that our office did to look for ways to save the city money. Welcome to Audit ATX, Kate. Thanks for being here. Hi, Kelsey. Thanks so much for having me. And hi, Maria. So what technology are we talking about here? Pagers, obviously, but the report also mentions a wireless messaging system. How are those things all related? That's a great question, Kelsey. About 20 years ago, the city decided that it needed a more reliable and effective way to communicate in emergency situations, not only with city departments, but also with some of our external partners, such as the sheriff's office. So the city contracted um, for a paging network to connect all of these groups. And this, over time, has evolved to become what's called the wireless messaging system. So the wireless messaging system is made up of not only the paging network, but also what the vendor calls the smart web. And the smart web is able to send messages not only to pagers, but also to people's email, to text, and to a smartphone application. So pagers, um, the paging network, and the smart web together make up the wireless messaging system that the city is currently using to communicate uh, internally and externally in emergency situations. Okay, yeah, it makes sense that pagers are connected to this larger this larger communication system. So why does the city even still have pagers? I think people's initial reaction is pagers, the city still has pagers. Um, you know, isn't this an outdated technology? And I think one thing that was very interesting to me was to just find out that pagers still... Um, provide a technology that is somewhat unmatched by radios and cell phones. So there are situations in which a pager will be more reliable than other forms of communication technology that we might think of. And to be sure, smartphones have come a long way, um, but radios and smartphones operate off of towers. And in an emergency situation, if there's a hurricane or a flood or a tornado, those towers might be damaged. Also, those towers can be overwhelmed at times if a lot of people are trying to communicate at one time. And pagers don't have that same limitation. Um, Our paging network actually operates off of a satellite signal. And so it is very reliable in an emergency situation. So that kind of answers why does the city still have pagers? Um, We found that 27 departments in the city actually have pagers. uh, And some departments have hundreds of pagers and other departments have only a handful. And some of that goes hand in hand with the function that that department fulfills in the city. So APD, for example, the Austin Police Department has a lot of pagers because, or did have a lot of pagers at one time, because they have a lot of staff who need to be able to communicate in emergency situations. So in this audit of of how the city is using pagers, what did you find? As we just talked about, there are still some city employees who use their pagers on a daily basis. 
and find them to be crucial to their work. We also found that there are employees who maybe are no longer using their pagers or want to use their pagers. Um, and so there may be some employees that the city could eliminate those accounts. For example, we found about 90 employees who had active pager accounts, but who no longer appear to work for the city. In some of those cases, it could be that the department transitioned that pager to another employee, but it was not clear from the documentation that we could find. Um, we also did a pager survey, and this was really helpful because we surveyed people, people with active pager accounts, and 14% of the people with those accounts actually said that they didn't think they had a pager at all. Another 31% said that they didn't know where their pager was or their pager was inoperable. And then 66% of the respondents to our survey said that they felt they could do their city job without their pager. So it became clear from that that there was definitely some employees who no longer need their pagers. Yeah, one thing from the report that really struck me was that an employee was told when they were hired to just take their pager and put it in their desk. <laughs> right, and this is this is the scenario that you you really don't want to see, right? Is where two people have acknowledged that they don't need this device, but we're going to go ahead and keep the device and keep paying for the device. So, yes, that's that's really where we're we're looking for uh, departments to to make improvements. It also sounds like some departments are moving away from using pagers. Was that something that was done in response to this audit or was that something that was already in motion? Right. So there definitely were some departments who had already begun to evaluate their pager situation and their other communication devices. And in some cases, transition to using the wireless messaging system differently. So for example, the Austin uh, police department, which is by far the largest user of the wireless messaging system, they had over 2,000 employees who had pagers. And in this last, um, in 2020, they moved most of those employees to a smartphone application because officers now use city-issued cell phones to conduct a lot of their work. Um, so this actually saved the department about $11,000 per month. Um, which was great. There were a few departments who, in response to our inquiry, said, oh my gosh, we still have pagers. Maybe we're going to get rid of them. So it was kind of a combination of both. There were some departments who were definitely already looking at this issue. And then others that just the fact that we were doing the audit helped them to maybe reevaluate the communication devices that their department was using. And is getting rid of these pagers going to help the city save money? That is somewhat of a tricky question. So pagers are partly why they're so popular is they are very cheap. It only costs about $4.50 per month per user to service pagers. Um, and as we all know, cell phone plans can be quite, quite a bit more costly. Um, so a, a lot of it depends on would that department need to transition from their employee using a pager to their employee having some other device. So if their employee ended up needing to have a city-issued cell phone to get the same communication, then it would actually cost them more to move away from the pager. 
Now, smartphones do offer a lot of functionality, and sometimes that makes sense from other efficiency and effectiveness perspectives, right? There are some employees who may need the cell phone for other reasons than just getting emergency notifications. So yes, while we'd like to say that getting rid of pagers would be this automatic cost savings for the city, it may not be the case. So it definitely is a more nuanced um, answer and approach that the city needs to take of really evaluating the needs of the staff who are using pagers and other communication devices and really figuring out which device best meets those needs. So then in addition to there maybe being some issues with unnecessary spending, the main wireless messaging system may also not effectively connect city employees in an emergency. Can you take us through that piece? Sure. So for one thing, we we found that, as we said, you know, some departments have already moved away from using pagers and and are no longer connected to the wireless messaging system. And overall, we found that the city, uh, while it knows at a high level who needs to be contacted in an emergency, it doesn't have a comprehensive and detailed plan as to which departments and which staff positions need to be connected to the wireless messaging system. So that coupled with pager uh, survey respondents, people who we surveyed saying that they don't use their pager or they don't know where it is or it's inoperable meant that you know we could have a situation where the people that we think are connected to the system and the people that we think we're able to communicate with, we actually can't. Um, we also found that pagers in our system are all one-way pagers. So the vendor provides one-way and two-way pagers. And what that means is that a one-way pager can only receive messages. It can't actually send any messages. So if there were a situation where, you know, cell phone towers are down and radio towers aren't working or their staff are working, you know, in the belly of a building because there's some, you know, critical uh, emergency, and that pager is necessary for that communication, right? That's the, the exact reason we would have this pager and would be relying on it. The staff who's carrying that pager couldn't actually message anything back or communicate anything back. They would need an additional device in order to communicate back. So they would need a radio, they would need a cell phone. If those things aren't working, then you're kind of stuck. And it's, it's the pager is then more of just a notification system than a true communication device. So if the city were to have a few employees carry two-way pagers, that might be that might be helpful. Finally, when we interviewed some of the city's partners, it wasn't clear how much the system is actually being used to communicate between regional partners. Um, again, it seems to be notifying partners um, of situations going on in the city, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of two-way communication. So with all of that, and with the lack of data that we have on how many messages are actually sent and received through the system, it, it makes it um, unclear if the system's actually operating in the way that the city originally intended and in the way that the city needs it to. And so you've talked about several things throughout that the city can think about doing, but to sum, to sum it all up, how do we as a city get better here? What do you recommend for pagers in order for the city to be more cost effective and more prepared in an emergency? Right. So we issued three recommendations for this audit. And the first recommendation really gets at this, you know, how many devices do we have? 
are they are they actually being used? Are some of them perhaps assigned to employees who no longer work for the city? Are some of them lost, but we're still saying, paying the monthly service charge? So basically doing inventory of what we have and then doing the next step of determining, do we actually need these devices um, for that employee and getting rid of any that we don't? Our second recommendation was for the Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Management to work with the city's manager to assess the city's emergency communication needs and just, you know, be, you know, determine whether the system that we have, the wireless messaging system, if it's what we actually need, um, or if there are other systems out there that might better fulfill uh, the city's needs and, and meet, um, meet those needs. Finally, we recommended that the chief information officer work to provide guidance to all the other departments um, to help them better assess the need for communication devices, how to procure them, how to distribute them, and how to monitor their ongoing use. That makes a lot of sense, having a, a way to understand our communication devices and options and how they all fit together um, is an important piece of, of managing this area well. Exactly. Thanks so much, Kate, for taking the time to uh, speak with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. In addition to, to pagers, we're always interested in ways to save the city money or provide better services to Austin residents. If you have any ideas for audit topics, let us know. You can email us at austinauditor at austintexas.gov or submit an idea on our Speak Up Austin page. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov slash department slash auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.